Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is a victory Monday after complete domination of the Minnesota Vikings at Lambeau Field yesterday. Absolutely love to see it. Packers pretty much had their way all afternoon and into the evening, uh, other than the fact that they clearly watered the middle of the field. That's a new one. I don't know if you uh, are privy to the Reddit conspiracy theory that the Packers clearly watered only the middle of the field to make Vikings receivers slip, clearly not affecting the Packers players for some unknown scientific reason. Man, the copium is vast and plentiful out in Minnesota yesterday and today. This is why you don't get too big over a week one victory. The season is long and takes lots of twists and turns. And I know Vikings fans were kind of feeling themselves after all those one score victories. But this is why you don't strut when you're, all you've done is hold serve. And look, that's what the Packers did, right? Yes, it's a dominating victory. Yes, you love the fact that the Packers are playing their best ball heading into the season. But look, it, it, it's just holding serve. The Packers did what they had to do to keep their season alive and to beat the Vikings, who were the team in front of them. But now, all eyes turn to Sunday night. That's right, Sunday night football. The Packers playing in the final regular season game of the season against the Detroit Lions. And don't listen to anybody who says, well, you know, if Seahawks beat the Rams, the Rams beat the Seahawks, whatever happens, and the, the Lions might not have anything to play for, None of that means anything. A Dan Campbell team coming into Lambeau Field with or without playoffs implications, it's a dangerous team regardless. Look no further than last year in that final game where the Packers rested their starters after halftime and Dan Campbell's team pulled out all the stops with flea flickers and trick plays and fake field goals and fake punts and what have you. Dan Campbell's coming to win regardless. So... The Packers are going to have pressure on them no matter what the situation. And it's going to be an entertaining and exciting football game. I, for one, can't wait to see it. Hope you're all doing well. So good to see everybody in the comments section. Look at all these fine folks. Most hated Minnesotan. What's up, man? Hope you're doing well. Colin, thanks for the super chat. Don't look now, but these Packers are a savage, physical, cohesive group. Bullying rookies and vets alike. The violent, rhythmic motion behind Corey's back was the Green Bay Packers coming for a banged up NFC. I mean, look, it's kind of weird that that late season buy, which felt like a bit of a, you know, not an afterthought, but it did feel like a little too little too late, got the Packers healthy. And to your point, yeah, there are a lot of other teams, including the Minnesota Vikings, who are dealing with a number of injuries that probably wish they'd had a later season buy. Um, the Packers are firing on all cylinders. Now, it definitely helped that they got Keyshawn Nixon out there despite the groin pull from the game down in Miami. I mean, you don't have to look much further than the 105-yard kickoff return. But, yeah, Packers in pretty good shape as far as uh, injuries go. And they've got a lot of battle-tested dudes to step in. Case in point, Zach Tom playing his fourth spot along the offensive line once Yash Nyman got injured yesterday. Tom came in, played at a very high level to the point where they didn't have to change anything on offense. I mean, that is a battle-tested group, and they are certainly playing their best ball, and this is when you want your team to be playing its best. So still a lot to work on, still problems on offense, still red zone issues, but for the most part, this team 
especially on defense, the energy flowing to the ball, all hats to the ball, swarming defense. That's what you like to see, no doubt about it. What else we got here, folks? What else we got? Brandy's here. What's up, Brandy? How are you? Ryan, thanks for the super chat. Can we talk about Keyshawn Nixon? Wow. Hard not to talk about Keyshawn Nixon when he's taking things to the house from inside the end zone. What a great run. Now, to be clear, the the, the Vikings left uh, a clear, wide-open lane for him to take, but sure looked like he was pressing to his left, which drew, uh, in particular, number 83 for the Vikings over to his right. And then he stuck his foot in the ground and saw that opening and took off. Uh, all he had to do at that point was beat the kicker. But, man, you talk about a jolt. You talk about re- return yards, hidden yardage, the game that, yes, the, the touchdown return is obviously exciting, but the punt return as well, getting the Packers offense set up in advantageous positions, not just in this game, but throughout his entirety, you know, these last eight games as a returner. I mean, you talk about a jolt. I said it on the watch party last night, and I'm going to say it again. It is Desmond Howard-esque what he is doing. You taking that back to the house? Come on now. I mean, you talk about an offense that couldn't get a first down to open this game, and all of a sudden Keyshawn Nixon comes out and just puts a touchdown on the board? That's winning football games on special teams, something that has not happened in Green Bay in quite some time. Desmond Howard-esque. Ed Pierce, thanks for the super chat. Happy New Year. The way the defense team responded to that block punt was a wondrous thing. No question about it. Now, again, Vikings are playing a couple guys down along the offensive line. There's no doubt about it. However, we have seen this Packers team going up against, you know, personnel that they probably should have taken advantage of earlier in the season that they most certainly did not. And to see TJ Slayton come alive, eat up double teams, Kenny Clark absolutely manhandling people up front on that goal line stand, that is exactly what you want to see, especially this time of year, especially in Lambeau Field. No question about it. Uh, What else we got, folks? What else we got? Thirsty Beach. What's up? Thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. Nixon must be on some sort of historic run, only returning for half the season. 100%. That's what's crazy. His number of attempts don't even kind of touch what most guys get throughout the entirety of the season, and he's leading the league far and away in 50-plus yard returns. It's crazy, dude. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, what else we got? The Vikings are the most fraudulent 12-4 and four team in the NFL. Sly, it's interesting because, you know, I think for the most part, you know, they've got a new coach who I think has done a pretty darn good job turning this team into something it certainly wasn't last year or hadn't been under Mike Zimmer. And the close wins have been talked about a lot, but they remind me a lot of the 2019 Packers. You know, don't forget, much like, you know, uh, much like Matt's years earlier in Green Bay and pretty much, you know, what was talked about that season, especially it was like, you know, they win close games and when they lose, they lose big. You know, that game on the road against the Chargers back in the day, the games where things kind of spiral out of control. That seems pretty similar to Minnesota, right? I mean, you look at the Cowboys game that they got absolutely curb stomped earlier this season. Yesterday's game against the Packers, you know, they've won a lot of close games, but when they lose, they lose big. You know, now obviously they've had some big comebacks, only against the Bills, the historic one against the Colts. But man, when they lose, it is ugly. That was the case yesterday. Um, I tend to think, yeah, they're going to get into the play- they're in the playoffs, and whoever they play, uh, it's it's either going to be a close game 
or they're going to get curb stomped. That is that is their mo at this point. What else we got, folks? What else we got? Uh, Gary. Oh wait, before I answer Gary's super chat, I also want to say regarding Minnesota and my kind of point with that was they've got a good young coach, and you, you can call them frauds, you can call them whatever you want, but as a Packers fan, I don't like to see this team this kind of successful first year under their new head coach. Um, now, obviously, it's not you know doesn't mean that this is going to set him up for some huge run of success. But man, he, he they got a good one there. And uh, as a Packers fan, I don't like it. Gary, thanks for the super chat. Big things to cheer, and a lot of little things like Patrick Taylor taking out the legs of old Patrick Jones on the Aaron Rodgers run TD. Man, I love Patrick Taylor. You talk about a guy who just does whatever is asked. And, you know, he came in a number of times yesterday because, you know, Aaron Jones was a little gimpy after that long run up the left sideline. And again, it's, my constant theme is always, do they have to change how they're operating when a backup gets in there? And they don't with Patrick. Now, obviously, they're not going to ask him to do or they're not going to feature him the way they would with Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon as far as running the football or receiving it out of the backfield. He'll get touches, but they're not going to call plays for him. But they don't have to change anything. Like They know he's going to be there in pass pro. They know he's going to be able to pick up tough yards if they ask him to between the tackles. They know they can count on him. He is just a really, really good football player, and he contributes on special teams. I love Patrick Taylor. He is awesome. Uh, William, thank you for the super chat. Can they run it this well on anyone? Passing game will be needed eventually, and I haven't seen Rodgers really be Rodgers yet. Yeah, William, I think, you know, it. all that matters is Detroit, right? And yes, they can run against Detroit. After that, who knows? In the playoffs, if they're in the playoffs, we'll talk about it then. But yeah, I think I don't worry about their ability to run against Detroit. But to your point about the passing game, yeah, they're, they're still... Something not clicking there, especially early. Rodgers double clutching the ball, not really kind of hitting the top of his drop and letting it rip. I don't know what it's going to take for that to happen, but that needs to happen if they want to do anything in the postseason or even get to the postseason. You know, it's going to be a cold one on Sunday night. Rodgers hasn't looked great in the cold as of late. He's got to get into a rhythm early. I don't know if it's like Brett back in the day where he's got to take a hit to kind of get him centered and kind of, you know, ready to rip it and let the chips fall where they may or what have you. But, um, you know, you can't continue to discount on off schedule stuff. That first third down, it's a great throw to Aaron Jones, but that's a pretty low percentage play. You know, later on, they go five wide empty off schedule, resets the pocket hits Tunyon for a touchdown. It's great. We're, I mean, it's awesome. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. I love that. It's phenomenal. It's a once in a lifetime generational talent. But doing that later in the game is very different than coming out and operating the offense and letting it rip, top of your drop, opening sequence, openers, whatever. I mean, look no further than the horrible sack he took down in Miami on the second play of the game. Those things got to get better. Those openers got to get better. They got to play in rhythm. And it's not just Aaron. It's the protection as well. It's the routes being run by the wide receivers, but he is the trigger man. So, yes, to your point, if they want to do anything, that has got to improve. No question about it. Mario, thanks for the super chat. Aaron Rodgers really didn't have to do a lot. Glad they were more committed to the run. Hopefully, we see this game plan more often. Well, I don't know if you can really game plan for a tip drill pick six along with a 105-yard touchdown return. But, yes, and as I wrote in Gut Reactions, 
the fact that this team can win this way, that they can be led by defense, that they can get con- contributions from special teams, and that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to put on his Superman suit, that is a very good thing. That said, the deeper into the postseason you get, the more you're going to have to get better play from your quarterback. That's facts, right? But I do remember back in 2010, that final game against the Bears, they didn't look like anything on offense. That was a hard game to watch. And then they went on a historic run all on the road to a Super Bowl, which included a out-of-this-world, out-of-his-body-and-mind experience and play from Aaron Rodgers in that Atlanta game. But, you know, just because they're not like world beaters right now in offense, they can win in other ways. That is good. And that hasn't always been the case. In fact, it's very rarely been the case in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So you want to play your best ball heading into the dance. The Packers are doing so. They just need one more win to get in. Uh, What else we got, folks? Most hated. What's up, man? Damn right I'm the best I've been. Needed that win. You damn right. I'll bet you are. Everyone, every Packers fan living in Minnesota right now has got to be walking into work with a cigar in their mouth, man. God bless you. Andy, thanks for the super chat. Shout out to Guara. Love the dirty work he does in the run game. Man, amen. I love his kind of nastiness as the up back when they go eye form or even offset eye. He just roots guys out. And to your point, he doesn't get talked about a whole lot. You know, Big Dog gets a lot of love for good reason, especially in that game yesterday. Big Dog was outstanding out on the edge on some of those um, outside pitch plays. But yeah, DeGuara. Doesn't get talked about a lot. Not going to make a lot of highlights, but golly, he does work in the run game. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, I love that Michael Irvin gets to eat a whole bunch of rotten crow. Well, AZ Atheist, let me tell you something. You know, he's always going to hate on the Packers, and I get it. His teams dominated the Packers. He specifically, as a player, dominated the Packers back in the day. Although we all know he pushed off a whole hell of a lot. Well, you can't push off as an analyst. So you're just going to have to eat crow there, Michael Irvin. Sorry, buddy. Love it. Love it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tone, thanks for the super chat. Ben Lieber said Jair needed safety help for JJ. Yes, and uh, also water is wet. Look, no one's saying that Jair Alexander was doing one-on-one drills with Justin Jefferson, but Vikings fans spent all week talking about how, oh, Jair said it was a fluke in week one, and he's going to eat him up, and he's going to blow up for a million yards, and blah, 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 blah. And then Jair went out there and rough 
roughed up Justin Jefferson, manhandled him at the line of scrimmage. And Justin Jefferson, how did he respond? Hmm, seems like he pulled a disappearing act. So I don't care. Yes, was there a safety over the top at times? Yeah, of course. They played him a number of different ways. But let's not act like, oh, well, you know, they were double teaming him all the time, which is what that implies, which couldn't be further from the truth. I just love it. Just more sour grapes from Minnesota. I mean, your superstar got called out and couldn't produce. Got shut down. The one catch he had, the one catch he had was behind a blitz in a zone look. That was it. Anytime he was locked up with Jair, nada. Not a damn thing. Live with that all offseason. Enjoy. Uh, Hendrick, thanks for the super chat. Love to finally catch you live. Maybe the late bye was no mistake. They have been playoff mode for over a month. No more not getting off the bus. I couldn't agree more. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, late bye seemed like a kind of too little too late thing at the time, but it's paying off. Paying dividends now, no doubt about it. Thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Um, Joe, thanks for the super chat. Five weeks ago, Packers were four and eight. They were three games plus the tiebreaker behind Washington for the number seven seed. Unfreaking believable. No doubt. I mean, ultimately, though, you just got to control what you can control. And the Packers have had to win, and they have. And that's what, you know, why I talk about, like, that's what I pay attention to. Because all that other stuff, it's amazing. But uh, following it and worrying about it, doesn't really do anything uh, if the Packers don't take care of their business, which they have, which you love to see. Uh, TKM, good to see you at your post, buddy. It comes down to win five games. That simple. Go, Pack, go. Let's go back to Pappy Van Winkle fun. Happy New Year, Nags. Playoffs start now. There you go, buddy. There you go. Good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Uh, what else we got? We got Sam. Thank you for the super chat. I wasn't able to watch the games as I was at work. How did Devontae Wyatt play? I'm assuming he got a lot more snaps. He played well. I would have liked to see him be a little bit more active, but yeah, he was he was out there quite a bit. He had a couple of different nice run stuffs. Didn't do a whole lot when it came to pressuring the quarterback, though. Um, he did flush Kirk Cousins out a couple times. Um, but I I would loved the play of everybody up front, though. There were a number of times where. Uh, he kind of dove inside to kind of free up Kenny or somebody else on a on a stunt. Um, he's uh, he's still you know learning as he goes, learning on the job. But I like what we've seen so far. Um, what else we got, folks? M, what's up, man? Good to see you. Happy New Year. Even in 2023, football is marvelous. No question about it. Did anybody watch that Tulane game just now? The end of that against USC. Man, football is the best. It's just it's just the best. Gotta love it. Gots to love it. What else we got? Brandy, seems Packers timeouts on third down leads them to overthink the plan. Yeah, we've talked about it before, right? You come out of uh, sometimes on third, sometimes on fourth. And, uh, man, it hasn't been pretty. The results certainly haven't been there. And I don't know if it's, you know, because they're overthinking it. I tend to think, you know, whatever the calls are, they've got reasoning behind them and it's very much a lack of execution in a number of these areas and possibly those timeouts leading to the defensive coordinators being able to formulate their plan and go, okay, what is their down to distance plan usually here? Like what are their tendencies? Okay. We know they often do this and we're going to plan for that, blah, blah, blah. 
You know, like it goes both ways. You get the break and get to kind of think and ruminate and decide on your strategy, but so does the other team. And perhaps that is giving them more of an edge at this point. Because to your point, Brandy, they, the Packers have not been incredibly successful coming out of these timeouts. Do you think Jair is going to travel with uh, St. Brown? I think there'll be a little bit of that. Um, again, I don't think it's going to be absolutely you know exclusive, but yeah, I think you'll you'll see some of that. And he did some of that in the the first matchup, but um, it's never just you know set it and forget it, anything like like that. Um, but I do like the amount of physicality we saw from Jair at the line of scrimmage, and I hope we see more of that on Sunday night. Because to me, that's what it's about, like disruption, especially against a really good player like Jefferson. And St. Brown is an excellent receiver as well. It's what I talked about all first part of the season. Let your guys compete. Let Jair compete. Jair, man, he's a thoroughbred. Let him run. Let him compete. I'll never understand playing so much soft zones, playing so much off coverage. And look, at times, yes, there is a time and place for all of it. But first down... Like regular flow of the game, let Jair compete. Joe finally did that yesterday, and you saw the results. It was awesome. So I'm hoping we're getting more of that. I love Corey's description of the fireworks during the Big Bob touchdown. Yeah, I'll just say Corey was on one last night. That uh, that uh, deliriousness definitely hit in uh, at some point during that watch party with uh, the uh, lack of sleep and being up for over 24 hours. Um, it's a crazy game. Crazy game. Vex. Thanks for the super chat. Can Jerry Gray yell at 12 in the wide receivers now? Bad drops, bad accuracy. It's such a weird season when I trust the defense more than the offense. I know we had, Andy and I were talking on uh let's talk football. Jerry Gray should have yelled at them, you know, halftime of week one. Um, yeah, no, the passing game still fits and starts. I think, you know, if you connect with Watson on one of those deep shots, it probably looks a lot different, but yeah, it's frustrating. It's definitely not a well-oiled machine at the moment. Um, it's not just Rodgers, though. To your point, there have been drops. There have been guys out of position. It's, uh, you know, at this point, though, you're heading to week 18. You are kind of what you are. It's not like you're going to snap two all of a sudden, but um, just a little bit more efficiency. And what's interesting, though, is like, say that deep, the first deep shot to Watson at the left sideline, right? Which, by the way, I think Rodgers puts in a good spot if Watson isn't interfered with past the five yard marker, which he absolutely was, but I don't mind the non-call because that's how they called it all game. And that's all I ask for every week is consistency with that type of officiating. And to that point, they were very across the board, very consistent, allowing a little bit of contact, blah, blah, blah. So fine. But right after that play incomplete to Watson at the left sideline, they got to have it. Rogers flips it out far hash to Lazard. Easy quote unquote, easy first down. So it's like, I, you know, they can do it. They've got the plays. They 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 can execute that. But they really want to push the ball down the field. They probably meaning mostly Aaron want to push it down the field, you know, but teams are going to play a lot of too high shell and you're going to have real issues doing that unless you get the running game going, make them commit those numbers and then find some one on one opportunities. But we'll see. We'll see how it uh, transpires on Sunday night. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. 36-year-old Mason Crosby hitting that 56-yard bank shot. Geez, special teams putting on a show. Man, Ghost and Curly Lambeau were uh, helping them out yesterday. They definitely got a lot of 
they made a lot, but they got a few bounces to go their way. That being obviously chief among them. I mean, I love Matt's description too. He kind of doubled down on it today at the podium. He was talking to Aaron Rodgers about a Hail Mary, and then he looks out there and Mason's standing out there ready to kick it. So you let the old man go for it, and he got got rewarded. It was pretty great. Uh, Corey, thanks for the super chat. Why bring up Ahmed to the roster and still not use him for kickoffs? Because he got hurt in pregame warm-ups, Corey. Uh, he hurt himself warming up. True story. I know. You can't write this stuff. It's not fiction. It's only reality. Allison, thank you for the super chat. Why do they say the Packers are dangerous with Wyatt, Christian Watson, and you got the veterans can't see how their names? Allison, you got you got a lot of stuff going on here in this in this here chat that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm gonna try and make sense. Why do they say the Packers are dangerous with Wyatt, Christian Watson, and you got the veterans can't see how their names? That's why they say the dangers. I was asking one. This is just my fantasy dream. If but if Devonte Adams were. Allison, did you use like some kind of like random word generator on here? Uh, I think what you're asking, why do they say they're dangerous with Christian Watson? I was asking one, this is my fantasy dream, but if Devontae Adams were. So I think you're asking if Devontae Adams was still around, something along those lines. Um, at this point, who cares, man? We've been talking about what if Devontae Adams, et cetera, et cetera, since like the summer. Man, it is what it is at this point. Devontae wanted out. Devontae wanted out. And that's fine. He wanted out. As Coach uh, Norman Dale said, this is your team. This is your this. This is your team. Carry the G. Devontae didn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. And we wish him well. Godspeed. These are the 2022 20, Packers, and they're on the cusp of a playoff berth. This is your team. Um, Dash, thanks for the super chat. Anyone have the Paul Allen highlights from yesterday? I'm disappointed in Packers fans. I really am. The fact that it is 527 p.m. in the Eastern time zone, and I don't have a cut-up of Paul Allen's highlights from yesterday's game, you're losing your fastball, Packers fans. Losing your fastball. Uh, Juan, thank you for the super chat. New Year's resolution is to not miss Packers daily. I... Salud, sir. I like where your head's at. Let me toast you, sir. Happy New Year. Krista, you did not dream that game last night. Correct. Gary, thanks for the super chat. No one more grateful for the curb stomping than Packer man. <laughs> yeah, he was... Left intact last night. Doing well. He's just kicking it in the studio. Having a great day. No doubt about it. Oh, my God. You should have heard Paul Allen whining about Jair's gritty. I want to. Someone find this stuff. Look, look. I'm an old man. I don't I don't know how to do all this technology. I need the youths. Where are the youths? People, find it. Ed, thanks for the super chat. I remember when a team had a great season, part of the reward was a late was a late by the next season. Now I am clueless about how bye weeks are decided. Um, you mean late buys? Late buys helping them out. No question about it. Brad, thanks for the super chat. That was fun. Skolololol. Yes. Yes, it was. Absolutely. 
freaking lootly. Dell, thanks for the super chat. Do you see Nixon getting a Rasul type contract? Going to be very interesting when it's time to talk Turkey with Keyshawn Nixon. No question about it. I don't know about a Rasul type, but I got to think they're going to want to do everything they can to try and keep him in the fold. I mean, talk about a difference maker. Uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. You know, the Packers thought they could make it work without Desmond Howard, let him walk, and then they regretted it. So hopefully, hopefully they figured it out. A-Rock, thanks for the super chat. Nags, pure hypothetical, but if Adams were back next year, same wide receiver roster otherwise, do you think Rodgers could play empty set schoolyard football and see 2011-type success or not? No, I do not. I mean, and that's not denigrating Rodgers in any way, shape, or form. It's just, no. No, no, he's not that guy anymore. Not that he can't make amazing throws. Not that he can't operate really effectively and efficiently from the pocket, even in empty. But no, teams would play a lot of too high. And uh, he would have to, you know, make some amazing throws from time to time, as he always does. But to be efficient like that, game in and game out, drive in and drive out, uh, it's not the 2016 version of Aaron Rodgers when he was running the table. You know, he he can still make amazing plays, no question about it. But not with the consistency, not in that style, uh, that that would deem would be deemed necessary, even with Devontae. Uh, anonymous man. Thanks for super chat. The cope from Vikings fans are glorious. LOL. Oh, it's the best part of the internet today. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. Most hated. Thanks for super chat. So if the Seahawks win, do the lions give up? No, I think if the Seahawks win, the lions are even more dangerous. Dan Campbell with nothing to lose is more dangerous than Dan Campbell playing for a playoff spot. Make no mistake. They're going to pull out all the stops regardless, but if they don't have anything to quote play for man, fake punts, Flea flickers, reverses, aliens coming down from other planets. Count on it. It's all going to happen. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on Packers Daily. Oh, we got a last-second super chat from Joe. Now we know why Packers kept Preston over Z. Hey, I said it on Good, Bad, and the Ugly. The Packers had a choice to make, and they kept Preston. They made the right choice. No doubt about it. All right, buddy. I got to get going. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow here on Packers Daily. Check out Let's Talk Football with Andy Herman. Beer and Ball will be up sometime, probably, hopefully, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Packer Transplants on Wednesday night. And Happy Hour. Cheesehead TV Happy Hour for Patreon members and Carry the G Club members here on the YouTube page. The information is on those respective pages for tomorrow evening. Can't wait to talk to you all. Thank you so much for hanging out talking Packers with me. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh -huh.